Kia ora, I'm Jill. And I'm John. And you're joining Youth Orifice Yarns. A podcast to help bring hope and purpose during this uncertain time. We believe in the simple truth that God loves you, Jesus gave his life to save you, and that he's living by your side. Each week we talk to people from around the Diocese of Hamilton and see how encountering this truth has changed their lives. So let's get started. Cool. So yeah, I'm Jill. I'm the Youth Office Director here um, at the Diocese of Hamilton. And John is... Uh, John, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm with the NET team. Basically, NET is like a, it's like an organization from Australia. Um, NET is like organizations from all around the world. There's a NET Uganda, a NET USA, there's a NET Canada. And we are from... Um, they're Australia basically and for the first time in 20 years they've sent a team over to New Zealand and uh, I'm a part of that team basically. So, yes. yes, we're so excited to have you. Yeah, um, yeah I'm really excited about this podcast, John. Um, I know like there's just so much of our world has been like shaken and turned upside down like Catholics were so like um, about tradition and like, uh, we have this rich like tradition in the church and it feels like all that has kind of just been stripped, um, with this quarantine. Um, but I'm really, really excited about, you know, the different creativity like that is coming out, um, from people. Um, and I'm excited about like kind of the opportunity that this platform, like this podcast kind of can bring to the community. Yeah, Um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm like super keen and I'm excited that you're kind of co-hosting with me. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. What are you excited about with it? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I suppose with like the lockdown and all that, this, I suppose the church doesn't face something like this maybe ever or for like a very long time. So it's, it's, yeah, new ground for us, I suppose. Um, I suppose we didn't expect this coming into this year that this is what our ministry would look like, but I'm very excited for it. It's something new. It's something different. So yeah, I'm excited to see what we can do. We've still got the fire, so, you know, yeah, we want to get into it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So I think that um, just to kind of start, we kind of shared in our intro, like, that kind of simple truth of the gospel message, right? That God loves you, Jesus gave his life to save you, and that he lives by your side. And um, I think it just sounds so, like... We all know that, right? Like God loves you. Like we hear that all the time, but what does that really kind of mean for us? Um, and so our theme this year in the um, in the diocese, across the diocese is kerygma. Um, and kerygma actually means proclamation. Um, it means like the proclamation of the good news. Um, and the good news is that, you know, like our life, we're no longer captive to sin. You know, like Adam and Eve had the fall and that whole Old Testament was about, you know, everybody struggling to kind of make up for that, right? And then mm-hmm. Jesus comes to the scene and Jesus, um, he makes up for for what we couldn't. Um, and he gives his life um, in order that we might be saved, in order that we might be able to be in this relationship with God. And I think that's really beautiful. Um, but I think a lot of times we feel like that's kind of the end of the story, like, Oh, Jesus came, he died, you know, like now I do my part and I check, have my little checklist of things that I do. I go to church, you know, on Sundays and, you know, go to confession maybe once a month or, you know, however many times a year. Um, But really like that message and like when we come into 
um, really understanding the beauty of what that charisma is, that good news, um, that we are no longer slaves, um, but we are, you know, sons and daughters, that God calls us sons and daughters, um, that kind of uh, demands an action from us, right? Like um, that the mission of Christ was that all might be saved and healed, right? Yeah. Um, and when he ascends into heaven, um, that we are invited to take on that mission. And that's kind of what initiation into the church is, right? That we're taking on the mission um, as priest, prophet, and king. Um, mm. That we're supposed to then share and proclaim that good news. Um, that doesn't, you know, necessarily mean that, <laughs> you know, like we're um, like the door-to-door evangelists or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, that means that like how we live and, um, and the interactions that we have with people, that they should come um, to know who Jesus is through that, you know, that we're set apart. Um, and so for you, obviously, like that mission looks really different. Um, you're here in New Zealand, um, yeah. far away from home and a time that's quite, you know, uh, everybody wants to be home. Um, yeah. yeah. What is kind of, what kind of impact I guess has that good news that charisma had in your life? Um, well, I mean, as of now, it's had a huge impact, obviously. Um, without that, I, I wouldn't be in New Zealand, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, like, from my point of view, um, I suppose the whole idea of, like, evangelization, like, you know, God sent out, uh, Jesus sent out the um, apostles and, you know, we're, like, the apostles of today. It's not, like, you know, following Christ isn't a passive thing. It's an active thing. You know, we've got to go out there and draw people in and you know, be active in our faith and I suppose yeah that's kind of you know the heart behind net and the heart behind what we're trying to do this year yeah yeah I definitely think like um just I guess tagging on to that for like maybe some listeners like we as Catholics definitely don't believe that like it's just a me and Jesus thing like mm. um we are part of the body of Christ right and if like um, other people are, you know, straying away or whatnot, like the body hurts because of that. And like, we, that's why evangelization exists. In fact, like church documents say the church exists to evangelize. Yeah. Evangelization isn't something that like, as w- the wording was kind of like taken by, I think Protestants, but like, it is a richly Catholic word. Mm. Um, and it's not like, you know, um, yeah, it's something that we're all called to do. Um, So what is that kind of, um, I guess if we could back up a little bit and kind of, yeah, how has, I guess, how did you encounter Jesus? Like, how did you encounter um, the charisma, the good news? Like, what did that look like? Yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah, I guess I first sort of encountered the charisma, well, I guess as soon as I was born, like I was born into a Catholic family. Um, I was cradle Catholic, so mom and dad took me to church every Sunday. Um, and all that, and I was a whiz kid in RE class, I knew all the answers, um, yeah, so right from a very young age, I suppose, I, Jesus was a part of my life, um, but as I got older, you know, as you do, you start asking questions, you start, you know, questioning your faith a bit, it's not just, you know, you don't just believe it blindly anymore, you've got to ask some questions, so I went through a period in um, high school, I guess, where I was very uncertain. I tried to turn away from my faith and all that. Um, but yeah, 
through like um, this great youth group that was um, up around Brisbane, which is where I'm from, um, called Ignite. Um, they like, um, yeah, the people there, like just going to like the youth events, going to like the youth groups and the summer camps and whatnot. Um, just like seeing like all the people there. So like, um, you know, overjoyed that they found Jesus, just seeing that kind of like, made, like brought Jesus back into my life, I guess. Like, yeah, I suppose um, in a way those people, those leaders and those young people at the summer camps and the conferences and all that were very much like uh, sort of like um, in a way representing the joy of Jesus to me. Um, yes, in a way that sort of brought me to faith, got me more curious and all that. And um, at the end of high school, um, I put my hand up to do net, I guess. Um, I'd seen a few people do it. And you guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I yeah. uh, guess? Maybe? Yeah, wasn't too sure what else I was going to do. So I decided to do net. Um, and I'd seen a few people do it. My brother went through it and he did it and he changed a lot. So I, I saw that firsthand. I thought, wow, that's, that's pretty crazy. I reckon I could give it a go. So... I did it and for the first month um, of the net year, there's like a training period It's and like at the start of that training period, there is um, a time of just um, like sort of like um, uh, like uh, coming back to Jesus and just like grounding your faith a bit. It's like a retreat sort of um, where you have a few nights just like, you know, of prayer and worship and all that. And like in the time, um, I just remember like thinking like, back on like sort of the basics I remember thinking about um like um uh, I, I think I was pondering for for a moment um like about God and like I, I said to myself man how could God love us like he's all powerful and it's like it's not as if he's given anything to make us or love us and, and I thought that to myself and then like a moment later um I, I think there was like a crucifix in the room and I saw Jesus on the cross and I was like oh I'm an idiot. Jesus literally came and died for us. And that is like God's love for us. And even though I've been told that all my life, that like Jesus came and died for us on the cross, that's why he loves us. I like never fully like realized that. And I felt like such an idiot because like it just like clicked for me there. I was like, oh, there you go. Yeah, that's that's the charisma. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that's, I suppose, like a big thing of the curriculum in my life. Um, that realization not too long ago, like a couple months ago, even just like having that sort of realization. Um, and yeah, I suppose it's brought me to New Zealand. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I guess I'm just excited to see whether you guys, um, yeah, for the ministry in that. Yeah, I think I can like so relate to like, that like not really being able to comprehend like God's love. Mm. Like I think it's something that because we hear about it and it's sometimes so simplified, mm. like, and we grow up going to like RE classes and like that kind of stuff um, that we just kind of almost become like we block it out almost in a sense, yeah. I think. Um, like it's no like big deal. Sort of. yeah. 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 Like, or desensitized. Yeah, maybe desensitized. That's like, yeah, definitely. Um, maybe that's like the word. Like, mm. I always think like when I was in um, university, I did like a semester abroad in Austria and we got to travel around like all these cool places and like Europe has all like the Renaissance churches and everything. And, you know, like I remember going to the first couple times going to a church and being like, oh my gosh, like this church has like 
all this gold and like these beautiful like marble and paintings and stuff and then um i think when we went to rome and by like the second or third day of touring churches in rome we we're like oh this is like cool i guess like mm. we just yeah. become so desensitized to it because we saw it all the time yeah um, and i think sometimes like the the simplicity of the gospel like we just become desensitized yeah like um and we forget that like in our humanity we can't really comprehend the the depth of god's love and really like i believe like that pursuit of holiness is really the pursuit of like ever like unfolding that Mm. um unfolding that like great love story you know between um jesus and and yourself and jesus and humanity and like god and humanity and what that kind of looks like um Mm. and i think it's like i think during this time especially like it's really good to kind of um you know for the little bit of lent that we have left to really like try to um to refocus on that um to refocus on like going back to the basics of um of even like your own story like with with the lord like how powerful sometimes it can be to to look and to like even write down like our story Mm. um like to sit down and be like okay i'm gonna pray with this and i'm gonna pray about like what are the ways that god has been reaching out to um to be in relationship with me uh, what are the the areas of my life those big kind of um turning points or you know the still small movements that the lord has has spoken or you know used to to bring me closer to him um yeah i, I think that's um a really like cool thing and activity to do um just in our own kind of prayer time um you know, like here in, in New Zealand, we have like, um, the Modi have this idea of like, fuck a papa, mm. like the, you don't know who you are until you know where you come from. Um, mm. and I think like that integrating that into like that Catholic viewpoint of, um, discovering who I am as, as a child. Um, and in the process of doing that, like to really come to understand who I am as a child of God, like to discover where I've come from and where the Lord has like brought me to, um, brought me from and to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So what, um, I guess coming back to like net and being a net missionary, um, how exciting. Um, so yeah. you have a team of five, right? Yeah. That's right. You guys just got a, uh, you guys just got joined, um, yesterday. Yeah, we got JP, that's correct. We got a new team brother. So that's very exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool to have a complete team once again. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. So what does it mean, like, um, I guess coming out here, like you did all this trading, um, what does that kind of look like for you guys to be like on mission? Um, what is that kind of, I guess, in your daily structure, like, um, prayer life, like how do you kind of put on that mentality, um, of being on mission? Yeah. So I guess, um, yeah. So ministry wise, um, 
we are what what we call like an MX team, which is like Mary of the Cross, which is very much like um, it's like a local team, um, and we're based in Hamilton, the diocese. So we'll go to like um, schools and parishes and things like that, and we'll run youth groups and um, retreats. We call them encounter days, and um, yeah, basically we'll just like go to the schools and um, like uh, share with them. Uh, like sort of the message of Jesus through activities and games and talks and um, we'll give them a prayer experience basically. Um, so that's a bit of what our um, ministry looks like. The other net teams will have different um, areas they focus on. So there's like a team that um, is very much based in a university and they do a lot of uh, just like mingling with young adults. Um, there's traveling teams uh, like the national team in Australia, which basically just goes around Australia um, school to schools, so they are constantly moving. Um, but yeah, so our ministry is kind of just like we we hang we hang around and we kind of journey with um, the students that we meet. So I really like that idea of being able to journey with the students. I think it's like really amazing that we're going to be able to foster relationships and really try and guide them toward Jesus. Um, yeah, so that's great. And um, I suppose the other aspect of the MX missionary life is um, that we all are living in the same house. So the five of us are um, living in a house, um, and that's that's pretty interesting. Um, our lives is sort of, our lives are sort of um, uh, very much based on a schedule. So um, we'll have stuff like personal prayer time, like an hour of personal prayer, where we'll just sit down for an hour and um, be with Jesus. We'll, you know, maybe read a book or um, like say say a rosary or something like that. Just be with Jesus for an hour, um, and then we have team prayer once a day, which will be where we gather together and we pray together. Um, oftentimes that looks like praise and worship. So we'll have um, like a musician, you know, leading us or it can, it can be whatever, but basically we just come together and we praise Jesus together. Um, so yeah, that's always great. And I suppose a lot of the other stuff, um, we have time designated for working on like um, doing like talks, running up a new talk maybe or whatever it may be. We have designated time. Um, just now we had designated time for um, this game called uh, Team Sardines, which is a bit like hide and seek. Uh, basically, you hide somewhere and then somebody, uh, everybody else has to go and find you and the last person to find you um, is like the loser. It's pretty fun. The first time we've done it and uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, so we do like a lot of fun stuff like that. We play card games and board games and whatnot. Um, and we have to play a lot of um, card games because we don't have our phones. Um, we do technology fasting. So basically we have a lot of times called com communication blocks or comblock where we are allowed on our phones. Um, but yeah, when, when it's not comblock, we can't be on our phones. Um, so yeah, it's pretty interesting. We find a lot of different ways to entertain ourselves, I guess. We've been playing a lot of chess recently, so... Yeah, we do all sorts. So, yeah, it's it's great fun and I, I'm really fun. enjoying it. Yeah. Have you guys played Settlers yet? What was that, sorry? Oh, Settlers guys... of Catan. Yes, Settlers of Catan. <laughs> no, we haven't played it yet. We've got so many board games. Um, <laughs> a bunch of people from, like, the community have given us heaps of board games. So we'll definitely have time fun. to... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. They're like, these poor people, they can't be on their phones for yeah. the next four weeks. Yeah, we've been pitied by the community. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome though that like you guys have actually only been here for a couple of weeks and like already kind of have that response yeah, from the great. community. 
Yeah, like, I great. think that's really, really um, speaks and attests to kind of mm-hmm. um, the Kiwi, like, yeah, the culture. Uh, hospitality. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Everyone's super, like, chill. I've been saying it. Like, everyone's really, like, relaxed and, like, kind to us. Like, people just say g'day at the uh, office and whatnot and, like, uh, at the at the cathedral. Um, yeah, people just wind up and get to know us and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so what are some kind of things that you guys have, like, done so far? I guess what maybe... <laughs> what is like your favorite thing that you've gotten to do so far? Um, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, basically the main stuff we've been doing is youth groups and, um, in Canada days. Um, so, uh, I think, uh, we've done about nine in Canada days so far and maybe, uh, two or three youth groups. Um, so yeah, the youth groups, uh, have been like, um, there's a life team youth group at the cathedral and, uh, yeah, that's, um, we've just like come into the core team and we've just been helping them out. Um, yeah, just trying to bring new life to it. And, uh, yeah, that's been great fun. The life team crew is a really nice group of people. So it's great to be able to work alongside them. They got the same mission as us. So it's really awesome. Um, we've gone to other, um, like communities and gone to their youth groups a couple of times. Um, we've done in Canada days. So, um, those at schools, we've gone, um, yeah, all over the place, just um, doing a few in Canada. You've had, like, the pressure of, like, being the only guy on the team for a while and then, like, yeah. going to the all-boys school. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we did, um, yeah, we did about, um, so we did seven days of in Canada days, like, back-to-back um, through two weeks. Yeah. So Monday to Friday and then Monday to Tuesday the next week of, yeah, just in Canada days. So that was pretty hectic, but it was great because we got to know, like, a whole year group of boys um and yeah we made some great connections to them and yeah they really like took it took it well and it was cool being a guy obviously um i felt like i i was just hanging with some mates really like uh yeah it was that's because like some of them are your age yeah like yeah realistically they're like 16 17 17 year olds i'm like 18 so yeah Yeah, john's birthday was like the day that he got to new zealand yeah that's right yeah (laughs) jill Jill threw me a little birthday party Yeah, it's like somebody yeah. told me, I think like the day before or something. Oh, really? So was, did you have to? It was to... like your birthday. And I was like, oh, yeah, just... well, like, yeah, it's like you're leaving. Like <laughs> your home country on your birthday. Like yeah. we have to do something. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, I don't remember. I think maybe Madeline said something to like in an email, like real nonchalant. She was like, oh, it's safeguarding something. You can do your safeguarding because you were just turning... 18 uh-huh. like the day that you got here oh there you go oh that's nice i was like yeah. thanks for the heads up guys <laughs> yeah no yeah i appreciate that heck? that was a cool welcome that was a cool welcome come yeah. check in there's a little yeah birthday birthday celebration set up that was really nice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know we try to yeah. be hospitable yeah um no, so john what are like i mean i guess apart from being like a net missionary and stuff like you're just kind of a normal average 18 year old guy like what are kind of some stuff that you like to do for fun and do you find joy in mm, that's a good question um i love basketball i love basketball um particularly the nba like i'm not like i'm pretty average at playing basketball but like i'm very invested <laughs> into the nba like i um i just like love it i'm 
I know. Do you like, like play like fantasy basketball and stuff? I don't. I don't. I probably should, shouldn't I? But um, I just like probably. Yeah, in my spare time, I'll just be like on like just like googling like players or like on Instagram, just like looking up NBA players and like statistics and stuff, and just like yeah, I just love following the NBA. It's just so interesting. It's like got so much cool history behind it. I just like yeah, yeah, very interested by it. It's just like so entertaining that's to watch. how like yeah. my husband rob is with like football oh like, really yeah. he all the time like he's just like researching players and like yeah just reading about it like i don't even know how there's that much news every day that yeah. you can like read up on man when you get um, invested you get invested it's yeah yeah it's great i love but, it but so this year we did like um our like pastoral team did an nfl like fantasy league oh yeah so it's just like the six of us or whatnot um and we got like super competitive like despite like half of like the team not even like knowing what's oh, going what on in the game <laughs> um so it was really really awesome but we were like oh yeah let's do like a fantasy like basketball league it'll be so much fun yeah um so we like got in we did our draft and everything and then we were like we cannot figure any of this out like there's so much like intricacy of like um the statistics and like all that that we're just like yeah i can't like this is way too much um it's like too much nerding out for me like way beyond my capacity to be able to to nerd out but it's like crazy because it's also too like you have like 80 games or something in a season yeah it's like like 82 games a season yeah i'm oh man i'm such a basketball nerd when it comes to the nba (laughs) so I need to do one of those um, fantasy things. I mean, I would so get into that. It's really, really, really fun. Mm. We're definitely like we're definitely going to do the NFL one again next year. For sure, um, I'll get I'll get into that, man. Yeah, I like was kind of uncertain because I was like, I'm not a huge NFL fan, really. Yeah. Like, I never have been because I don't. I mean, like, I have a team that I like, but I'm not like a diehard fan or anything. Is that the um, Ravens? Yeah. Yeah, I seen you wearing yeah, that. Yeah, the Baltimore Ravens. I seen you wearing that um, jumper. Lamar yeah, Jackson? I got into it a lot more. Yeah, Lamar yeah. Jackson. He's yeah, yeah. my my dude. Wasn't he MVP? Um, he, he was. He was and yeah. like it's awesome. He's like second year player. Wow. Like Yeah, and he's like super Christian, which is awesome. Is like just a yeah. Um he won like um I think in his MVP like acceptance award, he was basically like um shared like his testimony and stuff and how wow. like he wouldn't have been able to like be where he is like without like the Lord. It's like crazy. Like, um, because like Rob is so like into sports and like NFL and stuff, seeing yeah. like how many players like have real like genuine relationship with the Lord. Like, it's not just like a, Oh yeah. Like I want to thank God, thank my family. But like, um, a lot of them are like really, really involved in like their churches and like, um works of mercy like stuff it's like really really incredible um you know yeah i think drew Brees last year like um gave like bibles or something to all the kids in like louisiana schools or something like that like just crazy stuff like that's awesome um yeah it is really really cool yeah do you you know tim tebow yeah yeah he's one that comes to mind former nfl um, yeah yeah he like (laughs) now baseball yeah, that's right. He's doing baseball, isn't he? That's crazy. Yeah, he like had the um, he had some like scriptures that he wrote like on his um, you know the paint they put under their eyes. He put like yeah, some the eye black. Like... He used to do like John three sixteen. Yeah, yeah, and like 
like I remember seeing something that like um, on Google, like they have the statistic for like Google searches and the like after like the big game or whatever, the um, Google searches for that scripture like shot up through the roof. Yeah. It's really like crazy, like the influence that they have. Yeah, the influence that kind of um, that platform has. And it's really like encouraging kind of to see, you know, um, because I think sometimes we do stereotype a little bit with like, uh, you know, like because they make a lot of money like that um, they don't really have kind of a faith, like a serious faith. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so it's been actually really, really eye-opening for me to kind of see like, wow, like these people are really um, using kind of their platform to to bring the gospel message, you know, like in the capacity that they can. Yeah, they're doing um, their part, man. It's great to see. Yeah, yeah everybody can do their part. Yeah. Everyone, I mean, everyone's um, got a platform. might not be as big as Tim Tebow's, but everyone has It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Like if we all kind of, um, I was like praying one day and I was like, man, if we all kind of just did like, all right, I'll back up a little bit. This kind of, I was praying about it after we took, um, after I like went with Rob to go to this barber shop that just opened, like yeah. in Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's like just opened, like the guys from Wellington, um, he is up here, like kind of starting off um, the business. His family's back home in Wellington. And then yeah. once the business is up and running, he's going to go back. Um, and so, you know, I was like, I went because we only have one car. So I took Rob and I was sitting like in the chair, like next to him. And the guy's like, you know, this super like big burly guy, like, you know, um, and he goes, you know, what brought you here to, to America? And I was like, oh, I work for the Catholic Church. Um, I'm a youth worker for the Catholic Church. He's like, oh. And then he like turns to Rob and he's like, do you like, do you go to church too? And at this point, I'm like, I don't know if this guy is like about to like kind of pick a fight, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, like try to tell me why I shouldn't like believe in Jesus. Um, And Rob was like, nah, like, you know, um, I kind of am Catholic, but not practicing or whatnot. And um, the guy was like, oh, he's like, yeah, you know, I I totally understand. Started like sharing his testimony to my husband. Um, and like, yeah, like encouraging him. He's like, man, like, you know, I stopped going to church because, you know, of the way that I saw Christians acting, like it was really hypocritical and stuff. And then he's like, and then, you know, as I got older, I started realizing that, you know, the other people's actions shouldn't dictate my relationship with God. Yeah. You know, that's crazy, Um, man. And you know, what they do shouldn't affect, you know, my, my faith and stuff. And, um, and I was like, just so taken aback. Um, that, you know, like this dude in a barber shop is like using his, his small little platform. Like it's literally three chair, like a three yeah. chair barber shop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to like share the gospel, like with, you know, with my husband, somebody that I care about. And, um, so I was like praying about it afterwards and I was like, man, if everybody just like was a good steward of the platform and like the dominion that they've been given, you know, like what would our, what would the church look like? What would our, you know, world look like if we kind of, um, yeah, proclaimed, I guess, like who Jesus was like boldly. Like, I mean, he probably felt a little bit more comfortable because I said that I worked for the church, but you know, like he didn't know how Rob was going to like react or, you know, whatnot. Um, 
Yeah, and I was just like, man, what would it, you know, what does it look like, you know, because I guess my job is supporting people, supporting parishes, that kind of thing. Like, how can I better equip people to be able to do that? Yeah. Like, if we just change that, like, we would change the world. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. You know, especially here in, like, New Zealand, where it's, like, so secularized and so, um, yeah, like, God is so disconnected. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same for you, like, coming from Australia, but, like, for me, it was kind of a culture shock a little bit when I yeah. first got here, because as secularized as I think, like, the States is... Like, New Zealand is, like, so far, like, beyond. Like, yeah. like man, I look at America, and I'm like, man, that's a really, like, pretty Christian country. <laughs> like, despite, yeah. you know, like, so many people not being affiliated with the church or whatnot. Yeah, I think um, it was Mother Teresa. I think she said that, like, Australia was one of the most, like, spiritually dry places in the world. So... I mean, and she knows what she's talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm sure she does. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. I, there was some netters I was talking to um, at initial training from the States, and they told me that, like, the people in their community were sort of, like, questioning why they decided to come to Australia to do ministry um, because they were like, mm. why wouldn't you go to, I don't know, some African country? Like, why wouldn't you go to Uganda or India or something? But, like, I think it's just people don't understand that, like, um just because we're like, you know, living in a third world, I mean, a first world country, it doesn't mean that like the faith is doing well. In fact, it's like yeah. probably opposite, you know? It's yeah. definitely like, yeah. um, you know, like there's that spiritual poverty. Um, yeah, it's that, that spiritual poverty that like a lot of times like countries like the States or New Zealand or Australia like mm -hmm. kind of encounter, um, you know, where they have like we have material things like we have everything at our fingertips like it can be usually online ordered and delivered within yeah. like a day or two and yeah. like it's so like instant gratification yeah. and you know like there's so many opportunities for self-medicating into things um yeah. that you know like people in third world countries like they don't have that yeah. Like, um, but there's a richness of, of gratitude and charity and community and faith that, you know, you see yeah. there and, yeah. um, like, um, I was like scrolling through, you know, like you have everything from, um, on Facebook right now about like coronavirus and stuff. And, um, it really struck me this like video that I saw of like these, um, school kids, they were in, I think Mozambique, Mozambique is does it have any cases of coronavirus um oh. and these like school kids on their like classroom wall they have this giant like entire like wall-sized map of the world yeah and they were all like just like praying and like putting their hands like over like different countries like praying for healing wow and i was like man like that like what a faith yeah, that's you beautiful. know, like to have like and the faith of children, you know, yeah. to be able to um, yeah. like that's that spiritual like richness um, mm. and spiritual wealth that we kind of like that I hope to have one day. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm still a work in progress. Yeah. Wow. Man, that gives me tingles hearing that. That's crazy. I that's, know. It was so beautiful. So nice. I was yeah. like, man, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I'm like the biggest crybaby ever. Uh, I cry about everything. No, uh, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to cry, man. Like, do this. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, eh? Yeah, yeah. it's really, really beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I think that um, just to kind of give, I guess, the third chair an idea of like what these um, episodes are going to look like, we're really excited to have already lined up a good group of um, guests uh, to join us. So um, this week we'll have um, this podcast released and then subsequent weeks we'll have two. So one on Tuesday and Thursday, um, there'll be a new podcast episode uploaded um, and we're just talking to some local people from around the Hamilton Diocese that are, you know, in different um, places of life, states of life, vocations. Um, and they're going to share a little bit about their journey and kind of um, how they um, are living out the mission of the gospel within their own home, um, within their own vocation. Communities that could be, you know, like married people, people in flats living in community, um, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then they're going to share a little bit with us um, just about like how they um, live out that mission in the kind of the wider church, you know, in their in their jobs, in different church ministries, uh, that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited to kind of um, hear and to celebrate like their stories and things that they're doing, um, you know, and to recognize that and that um, the beauty, I guess, of of what they're offering the church and hopefully give our listeners like an idea of how they can start to live out like that faith and that mission in their own life um, and incorporating that. Um, and then at the each end of each episode, um, we'll just have a little practical um, something to do, something to pray about, take to prayer, that kind of stuff. Um, so I've asked John um, to think about what his little practical thing is and what you got, John. Yep. So um, this week's practical, um, we were, we were sort of discussing this in, um, team prayer we were praying about it like something that you can be grateful for um like i know in this time with corona and all that it's looking a bit like bleak but like um i mean yeah i feel like there are so many positives that we can look at you know like i think it's just perspective i guess like you know maybe it's more time spent with your family or whatever it may be like i think it's just like such a such a powerful thing to look um at, at something that you can be grateful for um and see how Jesus has, you know, given you that, that it's like a gift. So yeah, look for something that you're grateful for and thank Jesus for it, I guess. That's sort of, awesome. Yeah. Um, well, we're trying to keep these um, episodes to about a half hour. I think yeah. we've done pretty good. Um, yeah. So until next week, thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah. Thanks guys. See you next week. <laughs>